welcome everyone to another episode on the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast with your girl, Miss Anita Love, to hate, to hate here. And your boy, Mr. E. It is Sunday. This is God's day. So we're going to try to be very Christian and God-like. Well, I'm going to be. So, And we don't normally do um, episodes on Sunday. So this is kind of new for us. Okay, mm-hmm. and this special treat for you guys. Yeah. First off, thank you guys for coming over and listening, and thank you guys for the support that you've been giving us, subscribing, and you can continue to share our podcast. You can go over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker, all those amazing podcasts. Subscribe to us. You can come over to the anchor.fm, hit that listener support, and um, get monetary donation to us. Um, there's three different tiers, right, Mr. E? Exactly. And what does they consist of? Well, the first tier, which is the $99 tier, mm-hmm. we'll do a shout out for you. Yeah. We'll broadcast you to the world. Yes. And then there's the four ninety. dollars no, is it 95 or 99 It's $99. All of them are $0.99. Cents. Okay, $4.99. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, $4.99 is we will, wait a minute now. It's a co-host. Okay. It's, when it's they, the co-host. Yes. Yeah. And they can we, talk about any topic that any, they want to. Anything that you that your heart is content, we yes. will cover it. We will talk about it, and we will mm-hmm. give you this platform to speak yes. to the world. Yes. Thank and God then the <laughs> and then the book, the big Kahuna, the nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. That's where you become a sponsor. Yeah. Of the. She says, he says, they says, amazing podcast. With your girl. Miss Anita. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. So we get to, we get to advertise for you for, you know, for nine ninety nine, And that's continuous. That's not like you get a day off. That's like the whole month. Exactly. We get to, whenever we do a segment, we will recognize you guys for your support. I think that's a win-win. I, I yes, I do, because you know. we can we can hey our our supporters who are supporting us right. will will uh, will possibly support you. So that's uh, that's the goal. Exactly. But before we get any further, I wanted to give a word of encouragement to everyone. Um, we have to learn to enjoy every minute of our life. Absolutely. We have to be happy now in that moment. We can't wait for something outside of ourselves to make us happy in the near future. Um, we have to think how really, really precious the time have that we have, and we have to spend it in a good way. You know, rather it's at work or it's with our family, it's going to the movies, it's going out to eat. Every minute should be enjoyed. And it should be savored. We should enjoy it to the fullest. Um, and we could continue, We should continue to push love and positivity. And I just wanted to put that out there. Um, and I agree. Because a lot of times we put uh, we put things oh, oh, uh, to the side and say, oh, I'll get around to it. Oh, I'll exactly. do this. Oh, I'll show this person exactly. uh, that I care about them. Or, 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 or I'll spend time with this person thinking, okay, right. well, I'll have tomorrow. I'll have, uh, you know, uh, this next day or this next time, and, and I'll spend it with them. It, right. But 
a lot of times that time don't come. Right. And and so and just like you said, we need to take advantage. People say live your life to the full and live it like it each day is the last and that's how it should be lived. Exactly. Point blank in the period. Yeah. Point so. blank and the period, my people. Yeah. Um, but on the podcast today we're doing some um a few hot topics. And we have a few Q&A questions um, from some dedicated listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. And I promise you, you guys, these are real questions from real people. They're not questions that I got, questions that I did because I ain't good at that. I'm just going to keep I'm I'm be all the way 100, which I can keep up with a lot. So I ain't finna even try. Um, But they are real questions. Exactly, and if we, if we was on video, we'll show you the email that they're coming from. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so where are we going to start? Hot topic. We're, we're going to start, I've been, you know, watching, a lot of people is, uh, uh, is, is not, is still banding the NFL, and they yeah. uh, banding the NFL because of uh, Colin. And, uh, Colin. Colin. I see Colin. I see Colin. You know what's yeah. crazy? That's the first name that I have no problem pronouncing. Colin Kaepernick. See, right, because I don't even try to pronounce his last name. I am horrible with names. I botched that mess up in a heartbeat. You know exactly. what I mean? So that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, Colin's. Well, yeah. behind He's him. and cutie. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> what am I going to do with her, people? What am I going to do with her? Uh, uh, getting back to the subject. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and she breathing hard. Whoa. Am I really? That's silence. Uh, Don't do me. Get the scary on. Oh, that's anyway, what it is. Oh, that's what Colin it is, won his first of many fights in his legal battle against the NFL on Thursday, you guys, um, in the arbitrary in the case, denied the NFL's request to dismiss the grievance entirely. So they were trying to get it dismissed, and they said, oh, no, you do not. No, you do not. Anyway, the Sports Illustrated reported that the NFL specifically requested a summary judgment Phase and holds that Kaepernick's collusion case against the organization will be dismissed entirely. Um, right. um, Stephen um, Burbank ruled in favor of Kaepernick, allowing the case to move forward toward a hearing. Yes, honey. Yeah. And in his statement, Burbank wrote, August the 28, 2018, um, I'm reading it. The system arbitrary Burbank denied the NFS request that he dismissed Colin Kaepernick's complaint, alleging and his inability to secure a player contract since becoming a free agent in March of 2017 has been due to an agreement among team owners and the NFL that violates Article 17, Section 1 of the collective bargaining agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA union. Cabernet began kneeling during the national anthem in August of 2016 while he was still quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers as a means of protesting police brutality the extrajudicial killing of black people by police and racial inequality. His silent, respectfully protest gained momentum as other players across the league 
and across America's sports joined him by kneeling or speaking out against inequality. But by the time the 2017 football season started, more players had begun kneeling during the anthem, creating a huge controversy to the NFL. As some fans that don't know shit, team owners, politicians, and even <laughs> the president of the United States called the protest disrespectful and misrepresented them by saying the players were protesting the anthem itself. A cock of bullshit when you don't want the truth to be heard. And when Carbonex <laughs> became a free agent in March of 2017, he was not picked up by any other teams when you know that. Most of them damn teams in the NFL could have used him. And in October 2017, he filed a grievance against the NFL for collusion. And now all that remains to be seen in the outcome of the case so far. Aaron is winning. Good, good, good for him. Good for him. What now, what is, what is he going to win if he win? What is he going to win? Because they, they're probably not going to hire him, but is it monetary money he's seeking? Yeah. Okay. okay. He's not trying. Like, I think that he would love to be able to be on someone's team because I think he still could have done some work. Oh well. yeah, he could. That's, that's you don't take a team to the Super Bowl and then right. you then you can't play no more. You know, and, and right. the guy, like I said, I've been watching preseason and they got some garbage backup quarterbacks. Garbage. You know, so and, and he's better than they got thirty two starting quarterback. I guarantee you, he's better than half of them starting quarterbacks. I agree. I you know? agree. And 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 I think also he's just doing it just to, just for the fact that hey let's not this happen to anyone else and if it is this is what's going to be the fate of the NFL right. and they should be held, held accountable for it. It's just like the boy in Milwaukee he wasn't suing for no money he was just suing for hey let's not to bring attention to hey let's not let this happen again. So I exactly. think that more so is what Kavanaugh is doing not not. To, now he'd love to be back in the game and playing football and getting his regular check, and, and I don't think he's doing it. For, he's not doing it for the money. He's doing it because, hey, this is wrong. What you're doing, and I just want he, the world to see. Look how much of his money that he's invested in different things as well. Exactly. So, right. You know what I mean? So it's not like what he's doing is just about money because he had to know the risk. What the risk would have been if it got ugly, or if people turned it into a negative because. He's a very smart guy. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't think for a second he didn't think about if it goes left or if he couldn't make money or if it was a possibility that he wouldn't be able to make money. I don't think that he didn't think of that. So I think in the big picture, the big scale right. of things, I think is more of just being fair. And Exactly. You know? Exactly. And they're, and they, and they're not being fair because of that and that's how they treating that boy. Uh, ain't that ain't that Reed from LSU? Was from LSU, the cornerback that played with Frisco is out. That was nearly with him, started nailing with him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They doing him the same way, right? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he hadn't signed with a team yet. I mean, and no. Cleveland was gonna sign him, and then they said, "Well, no, you're gonna kneel or do your protest. No, we we're not gonna sign." Yo, I don't know if exactly. Cleveland. One of the teams was gonna sign him, but they said no. They wouldn't even have to meet that. You know, he told him, hey, you know, he's going to continue to do what he do. And, you know, and, and so no other team pick him up. And he, how do you go from being a starter, a starting, what, free safety, what it was, free safety, a strong safety, to not being, not playing in the league? Exactly. Come on now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it don't, and, and, and we all know he's good. He's 
good at LSU. He's good. It was good. He's good at uh. He's good. First of all, you're starting safety, so a cornerback. I think the last time they had anything dealing with this type of situation with sports was back up in um in the late 1980s when the Major League Baseball had this big issue about when they were saying several cases was brought up by the players in, in their union right. and mm-hmm. they were accusing the um the team owners of trying to keep uh their salaries down. That right. case ended with those teams uh settled and they had a settlement worth over two hundred and eighty million dollars to those players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the bar may be higher for Cabernet, um, but I think so far it's a it's a good thing. I think it's an uphill battle for him. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it does put pressure on the NFL because it doesn't allow Kaepernick to do more discovery question witnesses and it presents a full case in front of the arbitrator. So by them being able to do that, they should have had an idea that this case is not going to be closed or dismissed. Right. I don't know exactly. why they didn't think that it wouldn't, that it would have been. But you know, if they feel like think, everybody's on their side, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then maybe they thought it would be dismissed. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think. Well, well, two things. One is when you say everybody's on their side, they, they figured they, they figured it was white against black. Right. You know, That's what I mean by that. You know, but at the same time, they knew that it probably wasn't going to get. They just wanted to they go through this motion of right. hey, putting it out there. Just they know it wasn't going to get this. This this couldn't have been dismissed, you know, because right. how obvious. I mean. The, <laughs> It's it's so obvious. That's like saying, you know, Peyton Manning can't play in this league no more. If right. he would have, if he would have did that, you know. Well, Eric Reed filed a grievance too against them. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line that if Kaepernick wins his case in a full hearing, he could he would be eligible to receive the money that he might have received if he were signed as a free agent. The damages <laughs> would be doubled. Exactly. Aaron Reed, who was one of the first players to protest with Kaepernick when both of them were on the 49ers, has also filed a grievance against the league. Reed became a free agent this offseason, and though he is considered one of the best safeties on the market, exactly. he has yet to be signed by a team. Mm-hmm. Let me correct that. Um, earlier in my previous podcast, I said there was an article that I read pertaining to the situation. And incorrectly, the damages of Colin Kaepernick would receive if he were to win his collision case against the NFL is that in a full hearing. He will receive two times the amount of compensatory damages, not three times, which is for a second offense, which on my podcast, I said three. So that's why I'm corrected right now. I didn't say that on this one. I said that on Talk to Talk, so I'm correcting it because I just thought about it when I was talking about it. You know, I'm doing correcting. I don't have a problem with correcting when I mess up. I have a problem when people realize I said something wrong, and then they try to use it like, you don't even know what you were saying. Oh, remember when you when we were talking about Faith Evans, and you said, well, I, you know, I thought you were talking about that other girl. And he was like, Faith Evans. And then I was like, no, that was Faith Hills. We, I said, yeah, Faith Evans was there, but we talking about Faith Hills right now. Remember when we were talking about right. Mr. Franklin's funeral? Later on in that conversation, I called Faith Hills Faith Evans because you put Faith Evans in my head. And I called Faith Hills Faith Evans later on in that conversation when I said Faith Evans 
voice was a little screechy and this and that, whatever. But I meant to say Faith Evans, so I wanted to correct that too. Right, um, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I, I agree. Right. And because we are a real podcaster, we're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not just. We're not right. just. Uh, we're really not real podcasters because we don't get paid to do that. And nobody's okay. really, okay. like a big company is not really okay. sponsoring us, although we would love to have that. Like we get paid to like talk our noise and say how we feel about things, oppose our opinions. I'm for that. Right, 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 right. Me too, so. But it's not good. Yeah, it is it ex- Exactly, exactly. So I, I hope he gone and win and 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 show the exactly. NFL for exactly. Uh, for, and I feel like he was hung out to dry. Oh, I feel yeah. like every everyone that's talking about how much they supported him. Um, to me, I feel like not nearly as many people should have stepped up. Um. I feel like people that should have stepped up didn't step up. Oh yeah, they most said that they supported him. Right. And I think, and, I, and honestly, you have a right to do whatever you feel is best for exactly. you. Exactly. Right. Um, I do, but don't stand behind social media saying you you support and and you got him and yeah, I appreciate what he do. But then when it's time for you to step up on your platform, can't nobody hear you. Exactly. I don't want. I don't. I, exactly. I have no respect for that. For years, we've watched the National Rights Association use um, Charlton um, Heston as exactly. a figurehead, right? Because they needed a sportsman. Was, well, we need a sportsman for police brutality and equality. And Colin Kaepernick said, "I got y'all. Let me do this." Mm-hmm. But you got all right. these other athletes that could do the same thing he's doing, and ain't saying nothing. Now, I ain't going to say that you should. I'm not. Because at the end of the day, you know what you're capable of doing and what you're not capable of doing. You know what you're willing to sacrifice exactly. and what you're not willing to sacrifice. Um, exactly. But I applaud him for doing that. I really do. Oh, me too. Definitely for sticking to his guns, you know. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing because he could have easily just went away and just lost momentum, you know, after he couldn't. You know, get a shot at a job. He could like, right. man, this this ain't worth it, and because and, and, ain't nobody else seem like on my team, on my, you know. I mean, you got support, but you know, like for the whole, you know, uh, right? Like, no, like what you were just saying. saying. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I totally mm-hmm. agree. So, so cool. Good for him. Good for him. Good mm-hmm. win for him. It's one zero. We, Friday we talked about Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah, and. and we talked about the, the crazy lineup, how thirsty people should have been. Um, y'all better make sure y'all had y'all chips and y'all waters. And we talked about um, different people that you. was performing. Um, there was this backlash from Ariana Grande, her short cocktail dress. She's a very pretty girl, very beautiful girl. Her voice is amazing. Her dress caught a lot of backlash. Well, you thought because, so? Uh-huh. <laughs> you thought so? Being rude. Uh, Can you call them? Hey. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's My okay. People are 
My people are rude. I'm getting the backwards. That's why I like being home alone. Well, I have no comment on that. <laughs> but I apologize. Sorry, guys. No, that's okay. Um, we were saying about Ariana Grande and her getting the backlash from her cocktail dress. Um, her right. voice is extremely amazing. It was beautiful. Um, but also, um, I do feel like the dress was a little short. I didn't feel like it was funeral material. I don't care who funeral you went to. I don't care if it was a white funeral you went to, because people wanted to make it about Christian and black people funeral. I don't care what funeral you went to. That dress was a little too short. I'm sorry. And the cleavage part was like the see-through lace thing. That was a little bit too much. That wasn't funeral material. I'm just saying. But the biggest thing I had was Franklin, uh, Aretha Franklin um, Bishop. The bishop who officiated Aretha Franklin's funeral apologized to Ariana Grande for how he touched her on stage and a joke he made about her name. Um, the bishop, Charles H. Ellis, that he is the one that officiated Franklin's funeral, and awkwardly he greeted Grande on stage after she performed, um, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. There are images of the moment that show Ellis' hands holding Grande well above her waist, um, with his fingers pressing against one side of her chest. Yes. Uh, the preacher did apologize in an interview with the Associated Press at the cemetery where Franklin was um, laid to rest um, Friday. Wow. Um, he said, and I quote, I would ne it would never be my intention to touch any woman's breast. I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. Maybe I crossed the border. Maybe I was too friendly or familiar, but again, I apologize. He said he hugged all of the performers during Friday's eight-hour service. It was eight hours. Eight hours. I read he that. Said, <laughs> he said, I hugged all the female artists and the male artists, everybody that was up. I shook their hands and hugged them. That's what we all about in the church. We're all about love. He also added, the last thing I want to do is to be a distraction to this day. This is all about Aretha Franklin. Um, many people posted close-up images of the moment on Twitter, tagging it, hashtag respect Oriana. Ellis apologized to her, like I said, her fans and Hispanic community for making a joke about seeing her name on the program and thinking it was a new item on the Taco Bell menu. Um, he said, I personally and sincerely apologize to Oriana, Ariana and to her fans and to the whole Hispanic community. When you were doing a program for nine hours, oh, it was nine hours. Absolutely, man. You try to keep it lively. You try to insert some jokes here and there. Ellis' touching of uh, Grande overshadowed some criticism earlier in the ceremony the charge dress Grande wore for her performance. Numerous people posted criticism online that the dress was too short for church. Grande's representative did not say anything. They did not comment about the comments that were being talked about. Um, did you see where he touched her inappropriately? Did you see where they were talking about? <laughs> I I seen that. I I don't read much into that. I I don't. If you want to, if they want to use that and say that he did, okay, all right, he did. I mean, could his hand been a little lower? Yeah, maybe I guess so. But she's short and he's tall, so right. you know. But they and, but, but they also talked about Bill Clinton. They also talked about President Bill Clinton. 
and Reverend Al Sharpton, Sharpton, because they were saying, like, they seemingly enjoy the show. I said that, too. Remember I said, like, be a friend to my group. I said, Monica Lewinsky, you, yeah. And Jesse <laughs> Jeff was like, right. I ain't going to look. I ain't going to look, girl. I can't do that with you. I can't do that with you. I was jokingly saying that too because that's how they look. You know what I mean? Like, look. Well, it just we look at the photos because you got to look at the photos. I'm gonna cut some slack. You know, Clinton's smile is particularly noticeable because most of the other men on stage were so unapologetically stone faced. Like several of them appeared dismayed. Perhaps because Grande's dress was just a bit short for a funeral service or just church in general. I don't know. He was seated, you know, see, uh, Bill Clinton was seated next to Reverend Jesse Jackson, who was clearly unamused by Clinton. And Al Sharpton's face was like, I ain't looking. I ain't looking. I'm telling you. But Twitter <laughs> used, like, they were sending them comments in on the performance and then forced to call out Clinton and Sharpton for their gazes. But also they it took they took time at um, Grande's ensemble. Some was saying why um, Ariana dressed for a nightclub and not a funeral. Um, other people said that her ensemble in the resulting reactions were unwanted. Distraction from the real focus of the service. Who was her people? She needs to fire somebody. Did she not get the memo that she was going to a black funeral? I don't care what funeral you was going to. That dress wasn't for anybody's funeral. No. It wasn't. I'm sorry. That was like we're going to get some drinks and party at a, like a nice dinner date. Right. Yes. You know. You go exactly. You you going. That's a that's a going out. You know to you know have dinner, have your drinks. You know a bar type. You know concert type. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. You, that's where you wear that to. You know. It wasn't. It wasn't funeral <laughs> ready. I, and that's I, now. Sure. Let me let me say this. The girl voice was you know, amazing. I, I thought Oriana, her voice was shaking. I thought her voice was shaking. I thought uh, she, Oriana, that I was the wrong song for her. No, no, I heard her. Because no, I was like, no. her voice wasn't all that. Her voice was soft and weak to me. That no. To me, that wasn't the song for her to sing. No. no. She, she probably should have sang Amazing Grace and, and Jennifer Hudson. Them. And and Jennifer Hudson should have sung that song. I promise you, she seemed like she was no. like. I think you got her mixed up with Faith Hill. I'm telling no, you. No, no, I yeah. promise you. I, I ain't even hear Faith Faith Hill. I don't even know what I don't know. Well, I don't know so, what you heard because what I heard was mere perfection. The no, girl can sing. I, I didn't. I, like I said, not it sounded sing, weak. Not sing. The girl can sing. She probably can, but she I'm, she didn't mm -mm. sing. She I didn't think you I think you missed song. it. I think you missed it. Okay. Well, I think you. I think you need to go back and just listen. I did. To it. I listened to it okay. quite a few times. That's all oh, I okay. know. You missed it. You. You was no. You were busy looking at Bill Clinton and and, and uh, sure. Jesse Jackson. Bill you Clinton, Bill to Clinton the song. And, and Jesse Jackson got worms, so I wasn't looking at either one of them. Oh my bad. I'm being Christ-like. That wasn't nice. <laughs> at all. Forgive me. Forgive me. Anyway, we're moving on past the dress and the voice. The girl can sing. I don't know what he heard, but she okay. can sing. Uh -huh. um, Aretha's lack of will to make things rocky for her hair. Um, Aretha Franklin was so hard-nosed in her business dealing that she demanded to be paid in cash before performing. Um, her hair won't have it so simple. 
She lived to 76. She was terminally ill with pancreatic cancer. The Queen of Soul died without a will. I talked about that. We talked about that. And as our four sons and other family members move on from Friday's funeral in Detroit, they're left with the potential tall task of finding out how many millions she was worth and giving it up, a process that could take years and is likely to play out in public. Our state law experts express a surprise but not shocked that a wealthy person like Franklin would put off making a will until it was too late. And at least one of the singers' attorneys says he urged her repeatedly over the years to draft one. Right. They said that they told her, I tried to convince her that she could die, that she should do, that she should do not just a will but a trust while she was still alive. Right. Um, Don Wilson, a Los Angeles lawyer who worked on entertainment matters for Franklin for nearly 30 years, she never told me no, I don't want to do one. She understood the need. It just didn't seem to be something she got around to. Lori Zerkra, an attorney who specializes in estate planning, but is not affiliated with the Franklin State, says she sees it happen all too often in her work. People don't like to face their own morality. She said, I had a client who had a $70 million real estate portfolio who had ended stage diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. He had plenty of conversation with me about estate planning but would not sign the documents. Papers filed in Michigan's Oakland County Court last week by David J. Bennett, the lawyer who worked most closely with Franklin, lay out the few known bases. Uh, first, she was not married, and she left four sons, ages 48 to 63, Clarence Franklin, Edward Franklin, uh, Cal Franklin. Ain't this Cal? A uh, key calf? Uh, I'm going to say calf. Cal Franklin and Ted White Jr. Clarence, Aretha's eldest, is incapacitated and is represented by a guardian, and a niece of hers has accepted the role of executor. On the Michigan law, as in most states, the sons will equally divide their mother's assets in the absence of a will, and so far no signs of conflict have emerged among family members. Bennett did not respond to phone nor email messages seeking comment. Uh, Arika Franklin's friend, Ron Moulton, a Michigan businessman, gave the four sons some guidance in his speech at Friday's funeral. Um, he said, uh, remember your family and friends that have been with you for years because you are about to meet a lot of people who will now want to be your new best friends. You will also meet some people that will have the best investments in the world for you. My advice, go slow. Be careful and be smart. I love when he said that because that's so true. Right. Um, the documents make no mention of the value of, the, of Franklin's estate. The figure almost certainly runs into the tens of millions, but there will probably be widely varying estates as her attorneys seek to downplay her wealth for tax purposes, and the IRS tries to maximize the amount for its own reasons. You know, because <laughs> they want their money. Come on now. Exactly. Franklin maintained ownership of the songs she wrote and did well by them. Wilson said through her major hit, Think, it's the only one that's her own composition. She also wrote some lesser hits such as Rocky, Rocksteady, Rocksteady, baby, and I'm gonna do some, you know. Anyway, through her records were played millions of times. She earned little in radio royalties from smashes like her 1957 Respect. Because such payments go overwhelmingly to the song's author, not the performer. 
And in the case of respect, the royalties go to the estate of Otis Redding, even though the song owes nearly all its popularity to Franklin. <laughs> um, I would imagine she probably felt she was entitled to more, but probably received more than a lot of artists from the time, especially African-American artists. Um, among Franklin's most tangible assets are several pieces of property in the Detroit area that crosses the tax assessor's estimates are worth at least $2 million, with a market value that could easily be twice that. Now, once the value is established, a process that could take years, the IRS will take any part tax Franklin owed, then will tax her estate at 40% of any assets beyond $11.2 million. Um, You know that. Damn. Kenneth Ab- um, Abdul, an attorney who specializes in probate law and has worked on the estate of Prince, who also died without a will, says the IRS will conduct an audit of her holdings. Um, Wilson, her entertainment attorney, says she would not have wanted to see her finances publicly aired. She was a private person. As for why some clients don't want to make out a will, Zerker says some Harris, like Franklin's son, Clarence, may need more than others, and that could be a difficult and touchy decision for a parent. One arrangement may be fitting for one child where other people need more help uh, to accept and put it on paper can be hard for a parent. And it is hard, especially when you're dealing with a special needs person. So I, I'm still disappointed that she didn't have a will because of his needs and his ongoing needs. Uh, but hopefully the family stick together and they stay in a good place and, a, and stay grounded. Right. With it. I just hate that she don't have a will because I hate when, you know, when the IRS get to put they, they get well, the IRS money. Get, they going to get their share of it anyway. I know, but I'm just tired Even of it. with you know a will. Even with a will, they're gonna get that shit. Yeah, but if they don't, if they if they can continue to do it respectfully in the right way without lingering it on, it won't get tied up with other people making money off of it. You know what I mean? So, I think the sooner they can divvy it up, I think the better. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Well, good luck to the family. Exactly. You know, she was laid to rest in an amazing style. Um, it was a whole work day of ceremony. That was a whole day's job. Hey, you know, but like they said, if you are a queen, you, yo, it don't end when you die. So that's what it is. So we're going to do some questions now. Okay, great. What we got? First question um, is from Maz, Mazeline. Uh, do you feel someone is selfish to lead? Do you feel, I'm sorry, do you feel it is selfish to lead someone because they suffer from depression? My husband suffers with depression. And now I'm married to strain, and I'm starting to feel like I've adopted his negative outlook. So do you feel that it's... Do, do you feel someone is selfish to leave a person, someone, because they suffer from depression? No, I don't think it's selfish. I mean, well... I don't know. It's kind of like <clears throat> he's suffering 
from it? Is he dealing with it? Is he in therapy? Is, you know, how is it affecting you? Is the fact that he's suffering from this, this, uh, this disease that, that you got the problem with? Or is it causing problems? See, if it's just the fact that he got this disease and, and y'all got to go to therapy and you helping him and you just, you want to leave because you're tired of helping him. Right. Then, yeah, it's being selfish. Uh, my answer is yes and no. Yeah. Yes, and it's selfish. If, you're, if you know that this person is suffering from depression and you're not doing anything to help him. Exactly. No, it's not selfish if you're doing everything you can to help him with this depression, but he's not doing anything to help exactly. himself with the depression. Right. Is he talking to someone? Has he been mm-hmm. um, diagnosed? Is he getting right. medicated? Right. How 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 is his life? Of how is it affecting you and his life? Exactly. What is like? What is the overall problem of it? Because I don't have a lot of details, so I only can go by what you give me. Right. So I have mixed answers. Yes, you're selfish if you know he has a problem and you're not helping him. No, if you're helping him and doing everything that you can and he's not helping himself. But you got to make sure that he reaches out to people, that he's getting help. Let him right. know he's not alone. That you're there for him and try to get him as much help as possible. So I'm gonna leave that there because I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Right. I know plenty of people that have struggled with depression. Me, myself, have struggled with depression. I'm not going to lie. Um, different things that I went through in my life. And I was depressed, and I didn't even realize I was depressed. But I just knew something wasn't right because of how I felt. Right, exactly. Um, and there were people that I loved, and I knew that they were depressed, and they were embarrassed by it. And I'm sitting there thinking, why are you embarrassed? Because you feel the way you feel. And that helped me to not be embarrassed by me being depressed because you don't know what people go through and how mentally strong a person is. And sometimes your emotions go through roller coasters, and that happens. Um, so, but did people know, and did they shun you, or were they supportive of you? The one that knew. Well, people that knew uses it against you when they don't when they're mad. Come mad day. You know you crazy. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm so, saying is, did they, did they like this lady, this person, whoever, it just got to be a lady because she said her husband, she wants to leave. I mean, did for whoever friends, whatever, did they want? Did they leave or want to leave or did they? I don't know what they wanted it. to leave. She just said she evidently she's thinking about it. Right, that's what I'm saying. And so. she, but she feels like. Clearly, a part of her feel like she's selfish if she leaves. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to get the opinion of someone else. Right. Of is it selfish if I leave? Right. So I think she's struggling with it because it's lies. It is hard. Right. It is a strain when you're dealing with somebody that is depressed because, honestly, they do not understand why they're really depressed a lot of times. It comes from somewhere. It's stemming mm-hmm. from somewhere, but some a lot of people that are dealing with depression don't even understand that they're depressed. They don't even know why they're depressed. They don't even know where it's coming from. So when you talk to people and you open yourself up, then you can get to the bottom line of what's actually going on. And right. you got to have people support. you got to have support. Right. So if that's the thing with her, like, like you said, if – if she's doing all and he's trying to do all to help, then yeah, she is being selfish if she if he leaves. But if he's if she's doing all she can and he's not doing anything to help his situation, then no, she's not being selfish. She should leave. 
agree. Um, next question from Ella Nor. Why? No, that ain't it. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, what is one thing you could never forgive someone for? Mystery. You want me to answer first or you answer first? Yeah, you answer first. Give me the ideas. I could never forgive someone for rape. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. definitely high on I the list. I could never, ever. I, it's a lot of other things that I don't think that I could forgive a person for, but it's like I said, I don't think I could. But I know for a fact I could never forgive a person for rape. Right. I could find a way to deal with it, I guess, or whatever, but I can never. I don't. Mm-mm. Right. Well, yeah, I get that one. What about you? Uh, that's top two. Uh, well, I get. Says <sighs> mm. murder, abusing, abusing kids. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, that 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 one. No, you done yeah. with me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Next question: um, Is it normal for a mother to walk around the house in her thongs? <laughs> I guess it depends on which household you in. Look, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Look, in a black house, no. Exactly. Like, what you trying to do? Is you the is you the son of you know? Because it's a son. It's a son. Um, is you the 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 child or is you the stepchild? Like, did she birth you? But that don't even matter because you know incest is real. Right. Um, exactly. So th- that don't even matter. But like, is this your child? Why are you walking around with just your song on? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like who? Like when who does song, it? You might as well be naked. I'm just gonna be all the way 100. With you. Exactly. Bottom so, line. So you ain't gonna walk around in my house with just a song on. We ain't nah. doing that one. No. Nah. I'm be looking at you crooked like what the fuck? Not kids. Not with if kids. If you ain't gonna put around. the clothes on, mm-mm. that's why, this got to be a white family. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, it's anonymous. They didn't. They didn't get a name. So, baby, I. I'm yeah, because I don't think I too would many. Say talk to your mother and tell your mother <laughs> that it makes you uncomfortable to see her in her thong, and ask her can she put something on. And if she says something like, "Oh, this is my house and I pay the bills and I can do what I want," true, she can. So I would probably, you know, stay in my room or something because nobody wants to see that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to see my mama like that. I wouldn't want to see my daddy like that. I, like, come on now. It's, it's, exactly. That's gross. That's exactly. Gross. Some people walk around naked in front of their kids. <laughs> I'm like, this <laughs> one woman. Uh, now, I, now I will say this: I have came out the bathroom with nothing on in my room, and my daughter was in my room. Well, I have see, done that. Uh, well, that's but it wasn't not, like I'm just walking around. I'm just yeah, walking around, but naked. I'm just talking to her. I'm stopping. I'm having conversation. I'm right. I've never done that. But I have came out the bathroom. She was in my room, and I came out the bathroom, and I was getting ready to get dressed or whatever. Yeah. But just walking around the house, I and, but in, and I at least she's a girl, respectful. though. I mean, at least this, yeah. uh, this is a right. this is more than asking us this question, right? Right. 
Yeah, so at least it at least it's a it was a girl now. You right, know? that's true. Yeah, but true. It, but if it was a boy, it, it would have been oh, what you yeah, it been it would been a different story. You ran back in the bathroom real quick, like exactly. what you doing in my room? <laughs> Don't look at me. Exactly. <laughs> Turn your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so look. Well, we have two more questions. The next okay. question, I, you, I don't know, you probably ain't going to be able to answer it. Or okay. do you think squats are enough to train your legs? Because it's coming down to our time. My timer just went off. So um, do you think squats are enough to train my legs? And this is from Joey. Squats to yeah. do your legs? Yeah. Uh, n- n- no, not not by itself. No, not just no. squats. No, and that's no. actually true. No. No, no, it's not. If all you're doing, <clears throat> if all you do is back squats, you won't be optimizing your leg training. Right. That's exactly. it. If you're going to do one leg exercise, it should be back squats. I'm going to be honest with you. But you can't just do that. That's not going to help you. Point blank and inferior. No, I know it's not. You need it's, There's three or four different things you can exactly. do with your legs. Next question. This is our final question because we only have a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Ask the question and close out. Okay. What would happen if I didn't eat anything for two days? <laughs> You'll be I'll hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, nurse. Nurse, nurse, Anita, give the, uh, uh, give the clinical look, correct answer. Bottom line, true. If you didn't eat anything for two days, you would be hungry. It's considered 48 hours. But uh, in the medical field, you'd probably lose about 20 pounds, convert your body into a fat-burning furnace. It would increase your HGH by 500, regrow hair, increase your metabolism, and you discover a new diet phenomenon that will sweep the nation and put you on a talk show. I'm just playing. Don't believe that shit. I'm just playing. None of that. None of that. You'll probably burn some fat. You'll feel a bit lightheaded and weak and not Mm -hmm. so much more than that. Uh, Fasting height would suggest all sorts of miraculous things, but trust me, um, they're not really miraculous. It's not. Our bodies are far more resilient and you need to eat. For real. Like, you need food in your body. Um, it's only modern society that asserts that we should eat three meals per day and that we need incoming food to sustain ourselves. Now, let me hit you with this truth, the real reality. You know how our cell phones have a battery level that can can go up to, like, 100%. And most people will throw their phone on the charger when they start seeing 50 to 60%. I do that. Let me tell you that what you do with, with, with our bodies, we keep our bodies at 97% to 100% range. We eat, and God forbid we skip a meal or grab a, a day or something like that. There's no need to withhold water, but you can skip eating for weeks or even months. It's been done. Some 500-plus obese guy went over a four-year under medical supervision and with just some supplements got down to 185 pounds before they brought him back on the food bag. And the closer we're going to be be realistic and avoid extremes, if you're looking to lose weight, just bring it in at like 1,200 calories per day to be fairly aggressive, up to 50% of weight loss under your uh, calorie restriction, it's not fat, but instead lean body mass. You don't want to look like in you anorexia or anything like that, so don't starve yourself. You should feel very enlightened 
right now. You're welcome. Because I've been sarcastic with a lot of this stuff. But you don't, you, you, there are this fasting thing that people do. So you can go without eating. You just, but what's going to happen to him if this this, this question you, is you you're, you're going to burn you're going to you're going to burn some fat okay. and you're going to be you're going to feel lightheaded you're going to feel okay. weak okay. you know you're going to feel jittery okay. you're going to you're going to feel those things you know cuz people okay. always say that okay, so. um when you when you go through that fasting you get that that heart palpitation you you know you get jittery you get antsy you're going to feel those things Okay. Well, when right. people, because people do the 16 hour fasting, people do the 24 hour fasting, they do this 48 hour fasting. I can't do that. Okay. I can't. Well, well you know, it, it don't sound do like they were talking about fasting. fasting but I can't do all that other stuff, huh? Mm, I said, I don't think they was talking about fasting. They were just talking about not eating, huh? No, but that's what I mean, because mm. when you're talking about fasting, that's what most people do. That's what people no. call it. Right. They exactly. don't know the okay. proper terminology in it. So they say, what would happen if I go two days without eating? Oh. You're going to be lightheaded. Okay. You, you're going to be fatigued. You know, you might lose a little body fat. Ain't going to be a lot of body fat. So don't think you're going to lose about 10% body fat because it ain't going to be that type of, you know, body fat. Loss. It's not going to be it. <laughs> right, You're going to be right, jittery. Right. You're going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why they say drink a lot of water. Don't, if you're going to take away food, at least increase water. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. the water kind of make you feel full. And it kind of holds you. And if you don't want to eat food, put like a little lemon juice in there, you know, things of that nature. I'm going to be honest with you. It is not healthy to go two days without food. It, it's not. But a lot of people do it. But a right. lot of people go there and they learn and they educate themselves and they get research on what's the best way to do it, when they decide to do it. And when you start adding food back in your life, it's a way you do that. You can't just, oh, okay, well, I'm not eating for two days. And then I'm going to start eating. You can't do that. I did that before where I, I it wasn't a whole full two days, but it was right at two days. And then when I did eat something, I ate more than what I should have eaten at that time. And that shit came right back up. Right. My stomach was hurting. Right. Like it was cramping. Like it was bad. And I was like, oh, Lord, what I did, what I did. So when I talked to the doctor, she's like, well, you ain't got nothing in your stomach but acid. And if you probably ain't got that in there. So you have to coach your stomach, gradually put stuff in your stomach. So she right. told me that I should have did, like, chicken broth or something like that, soup, mm-hmm. and gradually do it like that. And if I was going to eat something, not to eat anything with grease in it right, or dairy products, because that's probably what causes the stomach to cramp and things of that nature. So, yeah, you're going to be lightheaded. You're going to be, you're going to lose a little fat. Ain't going to be no lot of fat. Um, you're mm-hmm. going to have a shake, you know what I mean? Um, you're going to get hot. You're going to feel hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you ain't going to die. So, there you go. Anything else? No, no, you did it well. You said it well. Look, someone sent me a link, and I clicked the link, and the link is – um. 50 questions that will free your mind. And they wanted us to do these on our ep- on our podcast. So it's like 40 to 50 questions. So I would think like every time we do the podcast, maybe we do five of them. Okay, um, sounds good. We're not going to do them today. Right. Because we already did, you know, whatever. So, we but we, okay, great. Right. Fantastic. So when we come back, that's what we'll do. Um, 
want to do that. It's like you 50 questions that will free your mind, and it came from the link is from um, markingangel.com. Okay. I think that's what it is. Um, yeah. By Mark right. Turnoff. Okay. It's written by Mark Turnoff. Okay. So we're gonna do we're gonna do these fifty questions and they're really they're really kind of deep questions. Okay. So you gotta yeah. open your mind. You gotta open your mind. You gotta be like a very smart intellect on these questions. Well, yeah. well <laughs> you you gonna have to get your new co host there. Cause they ain't nothing <laughs> intelligent about this little country boy. They don't mean this big country boy. I'm country, so no, you gonna, they don't mean nothing. You're going to have to get you nothing. a new co-host. <laughs> ain't Stop nothing it. intelligent. Stop it. Anyway, you guys, um, that is our time on the She Said He Said podcast with your girl Anita. Love to hate the hate here. And Mr. E. You know, y'all since that long pause in between there, like he lied. Well, well, like he don't know what's supposed to be going on. Well, <laughs> I didn't know you. <laughs> you see, see, you're usually so fluent in, in saying the whole thing. So I, I didn't want to overstep and over I don't want to say the whole thing anymore. I want to do like, she said, he said, with Anita and Mystery. And I'll jump in. Okay. I yeah, I think that is. Excellent. You know, we're supposed I to do this while we're recording. That. We're supposed to do this while we're recording. Okay. All right. Anyway, nobody else believes they can become true but you. These are not clips. They're real tools that you need no matter what you do in life to stay focused on your path from Philip Sweet. To everyone that's listening to our podcast, continue to support us. Continue to hit that support listening link. You can do the 99 cents here. You can do the 499 here. And you can do the 999 here. You can email us. I need to love to hate to hate at gmail.com or she said, he said, they said 2018 at gmail.com. Either one, it doesn't matter. We're going to reply to all of them. Um, you can go over to all of the amazing podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Spreaker, Breaker, and you can subscribe to us and you can listen to us and you can get all those updates on when we're going to record. As soon as we record, you would get that update and you would get it, period. Point blank in the period. You can tell us any questions that you want to talk to us about. Also, there was a question on there. We'll go over there next time. It's so much stuff that we're trying to do. We're so going to get, get it all together. Man. Yeah, yes. we're going to get it together. Um, but you guys, stay true to yourself. Never let someone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push positivity despite negatives. Always be encouraged to be better every day than what you were the day before. Let your family and friends know that you love them because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Ms. Reed? And don't let anyone steal your dreams, your dreams. because if so, you don't, we will see, we will you, see you at the top. At the top. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>